0: Namaste. <clears throat> A tribute to Manoj, da, Manoj Das, Professor Manoj das, as he is known, Padma Bhushan. Actually, we all have been speaking about his great achievements and no doubt they are, uh, if you really look at the list of achievements, it's something very exemplary and uh, if you see that, there is no doubt that he was one of the vibhuti's. Who did a lot of work for Mother and um, in India, abroad, but at different levels. What was unique about him was that he could simultaneously speak to the most erudite uh, erudite philosopher and he could also speak to children. Uh, I think many of us have read Chandamama's stories. They used to be my favorite. And but very few people know that stories used to come. He was one of the editors as well as the um, story writer of uh, many of the stories that used to appear. And um, my own liking for him grew up because of his storytelling. Once mother remarked uh, in one of our conversations that Indians are great storytellers. And when I read that remark, I just somehow, the image of Manoj Das flashed in my mind. So about his greatness, that a lot of people have spoken about it and uh, about his achievement, the list of things, but that's not what I want to speak about because greatness is a gift of the divine. As uh, one place uh, Shorbindo beautifully writes, Nalinda also, when he starts giving a tribute to Shurbindo and Shorbindo is, you know, far beyond anything we can imagine, he says, The greatness of the great is the greatness of the divine in him. So, all greatness belongs to the divine. So, that's something which, uh, why the divine picks and chooses certain instrument, uh, probably the instruments themselves don't know. I was reading one of the interviews of Manoj Das and he was asked, he said, I don't know. You know, he gave it like probably a context of uh, time, circumstances and everything, um, made me what I am. But uh, if you ask me in one word, it is of course a… Grace of the Divine Mother, which picked him up for one of the most beautiful works that could be done through a human being. Once I also remember reading one of his interviews, which had touched me very deeply, when he was asked that why did he uh, choose Shurbindo and come to him, you know, this is how people think that you have chosen a master and chosen to come here. So Manuja Das, after a brief, uh, quiet moment of silence, uh, suddenly came out. He said, uh, it is just the grace of the Divine Mother, which is something tremendous. So my first encounter with Manus Das, I don't remember when, but I do remember uh, what struck me. I think it was in the context of some common platforms that we shared in various places in India and abroad. And uh, when I came to know that Manus Das is also speaking, it was like, Oh, it'd be wonderful because I'll get a chance to meet him. And uh, I assumed that, you know, a great storyteller that such a person is such an erudite scholar, whatever I had read about him or known about him. uh, I was expecting a person with lot of, you know, uh, fanfare and (laughs) lot of uh, outer, not show, but something which would uh, many people who, when they become famous, they tend to develop a kind of uh, superior attitude. Even in their humility, there is a certain kind of superiority, as if they are one above. But what struck me instantly about Manoj Das was his humility. That was the first word that came to my mind. He could easily meet and uh, you know make you feel that he is just like you. It was something like a tremendous quality which I noted about him. And once when I um, had an occasion when there was a lady who had a bit of uh, psychological problem and who had gone into all kinds of vanity, illusions that she is someone very special, etc. So, he, she was known to Manoj Das and so I was just discussing with him about the options. So, I was sharing this that, you know, the mind gets caught in such a vanity Uh, we were discussing, he asked like, you know, what do you feel is the cause? I said, Mother has said vanity can lead to all these things. Then he smiled and remarked, yes, and very often I have seen vanity in people who really don't have anything to be vain about. It was a tremendous observation. And since then I have observed that people of real, real achievement, uh, they are humble by nature. And the reason is because somewhere they know that it's not theirs. It is something higher, something greater, which has used them for the work and they are happy about it, they're grateful about it, but they know it's not there. So that is that is the kind of recognition that Manoj Das had about his um you know his achievements, about his greatness, about what was done through him. This was the first thing that I noticed. Second thing which I saw that you know there are the world is full of intelligent people. And people have achieved a lot in terms of their, uh, you know, outer things and uh, degrees and all the kinds of honors that are bestowed on them. And I, for one, am not really uh, often impressed by uh, outer achievements. In fact, I generally uh, look askance when people, you know, have um, uh, rewards from political establishment. This is my personal, this thing. But with Manus Das, it was different. Uh, What was beautiful about his intelligence was that it was in... Uh, you know, there was an innate touch of a spiritual intelligence inside him. It was just he was inborn with it, gifted. So if you read his stories, there is such a beautiful mystic bent, touch. And some of his stories I myself used and many other persons have used. I think the other day the story I was using about the man whose tooth had fallen and therefore he had turned vegetarian – is one of the stories which I had read from his uh, book, Tales Told by the Mystics. But um, many of these stories, of course, he had gathered over a period of time. But it is so wonderful the way he presented these stories. It was amazing. So, there was an innate touch of spiritual intelligence and... In my course of journey with him several times, either traveling together or sharing a platform together subsequently, uh, I noticed that there is within him a very sensitive heart you see it 's very interesting his his journey uh, he had shared that how he was a marxist he went you know went underground now he was he came from a very good family. And yet, you know, he felt for the deprived and the poor. Then I realized there are, I, I mean, I myself had that kind of leaning at a very young age, that there are people who are very sensitive about the inequality in the world, about injustice in the world, and they want to find a solution. And But looking at all this, they wonder whether God exists or doesn't exist. And he told me something very interesting, that when he turned from Marxism to Shirbindo, um uh, one of the, uh, somebody's, one of his, uh, those who knew him, the left-oriented, we know the left-oriented uh, people, how anything religious or spiritual, they they write all kinds of things. So the person had written a very nice nasty kind of article on Shirobindo. I mean, it's not about Shirobindo, they are like that. So, you know, anything like Vivekananda, they have to bring him down because uh, they sublimate filth and bring down greatness. At one place, Shurabindu even cautions this tendency to bring down great, great, greatness is a very dangerous thing. Because really, if we finish off greatness, then there is very little left in the world to hope for and you know, find beautiful about it. So, he was sharing me this story that uh, when he read the article, he had to go and… Uh, somebody asked him, what is your view about it? And it was, he was still like, people thought that he has one leg here, but he had put (laughs) both his legs on uh, the, you know, Madhura and path. So, he said, my frank opinion is that I felt that a um, a jungly sewer, you know, wild boar, he was uh, dashing against a huge mountain. So, it was such a wonderful simile. (laughs) He had this penchant for similes and through images he would convey a truth. So instead of saying much, in few words he said that nothing will happen to the mountain but the wild boar or the pig will end up, you know, uh, smashing his forehead. Another one simile which I remember, very beautiful, a story which I have shared. uh, This shows how his innate intelligence worked. This ability to pick up from things, the most commonplace... uh, instances, uh, a deep profound spiritual truth. It's a rare gift. So uh, he was saying that, you know, once one of the occasions, I have quoted this story, but I have not said that, you know, Manoj Dha had told me the story of his own life incidents. So let me now share it uh, as a tribute to him that he said in one of the meetings where he was present and Uh, People were talking about, you know, supramental transformation and can it be, cannot be. All kinds of doubts and uh, debates and discussions were going on. Then he said when uh, all this was over then this man who had to close the gates and he had another beautiful quality about him was that he could just lean down to anyone and just speak to him as if his own. That's something tremendous. So it was not like watchman, oh, I am a great author, nothing like that. He could just put a hand around his shoulder and talk to him and uh, make him feel that he is just one of us, you know, really connected to the soil. Uh, Very few people can be connected to the soil as well as to the skies, climb towards skies. That was a unique quality about him. So he asked the man, you have been, you know, listening to all this. (laughs) What did you understand? The exact details I may forget. But he he said, the gatekeeper told me, that sir, uh, Babuji, why they were having all this discussion about this? Uh, So he said, why? What did you understand? He said, every day I cycle from my house to... This place because I am supposed to open and close. And every day I see lotus blooming in in mud. Uh, I see it every day. So what is so strange about, you know, something beautiful coming out of man? Now, this was something amazing. (laughs) This kind of intuitive intelligence. You look at it on one side. I am not sure whether this actually happened to Manojda. That was his way of communicating that he made a story out of it. Like Chhutan Narayanji had this penchant of making a story. But the point was conveyed so powerfully that look, you know, we debate and discuss. But in everyday event of nature, you can find a profound truth. So that was something. Another very beautiful thing about him, um, with all the accolades And all the fanfare and uh, extraordinary, no, I mean, by all means, um, his humility, his sense of understanding and respecting in another person that which was beautiful. I remember when I came to um, ashram and I had just joined the nursing home. So, people didn't know that I have already met Panavastra and know him very well, (laughs) So um, there was somebody I won't name, and another person who was with him. So uh, this uh, person <laughs> introduced Manoj that you know he is so and so Sahith Academy winner. At that time he was all these things, uh, and uh, I was just looking and smiling. Then there was another person who knew me, so he started introducing me. He is being commander so and so. <laughs> then we both got up held each other's hands and said we know each other very well and then he started, you know, talking about him that (laughs) such a beautiful simplicity, apart from humility, simplicity. I mean, hats off to his simplicity, with the kind of wealth, with the kind of accolades, with the kind of name, he could be so simple and share incidents of his life obviously i can 't uh, you know speak of them, but with such an utter simplicity and i 've seen him that with all this uh, that side of him as a as a husband, so when um, Prat was admitted in nursing home, he would come every day and every day, even if for a short while and every day he would see her, and she was not in her senses to recognize or you know remember. Uh, And he used to be anxious about, you know, what's happening to her, what can be done. Uh, He would discuss it and see what best options could be done. When many of us sometimes felt that, you know, in this state, uh, is it really worthwhile to prolong life? But he would really put all his things on, uh, hopes and wishes on the side of a recovery. So it reminded me and I shared with him that, you know, you remind me of his story. So he said, which one? I said, I had, you know, read this beautiful story about a man who was uh, in a state of dementia, uh, whose wife was in a state of dementia, she couldn't recognize anybody. And her husband would come every day, sit by her side, even talk to her, hold her hand and go away. So he was also quite old. And the sister once asked him that, why do you have to come every day? You know, she doesn't really recognize you. And the man came out with a wonderful reply. He said, but I recognize her. So it's not like, you know, she doesn't recognize me anymore. So, you know, I can just leave her like that. So I shared this story with him and then of course he smiled and he came out with some very interesting stories about Pratigyadi, about her some, you know, inner life and things like that. So it was, um, I think he carried a lot of old world charm, but with a beautiful blend of... um, Maybe it was uh, this which turned him towards a kind of Marxist ideal, communist ideal that all are one, equal. So he could uh, just go to anybody's place and make the person feel so comfortable in his company. I had the occasion of even staying with him, um, going out with him in America in some of the talks. and It was so wonderful, his utter simplicity and humility. And this innate intuitive spiritual intelligence. Uh, last, um, um, I could share one of the anecdotes. There are plenty of them, and uh, I'm sure it doesn't need anybody to really pay a tribute to him because uh, people like him are uh, too well known. You know, it's like uh, paying a tribute to the moon or uh, a great source, effulgent source of light. Um, so I, you know, he was in nursing home, so he was diagnosed as uh, having. A disease which could not be treated further. I mean, doctors did try their most. So during that time, I met him and just held his hand. She so was very happy, very happy whenever he would meet. And I just held his hand for some time, just quietude with the mother. And then I just told him that, um, you know, one was the... You have served her so well and beautifully she just now she just wants you to rest in her lap because i I was noticing the naturally you know because he is a great man, so everybody all purely medical paradigms, people were not able to see that i mean there is a spiritual side to a human being. And sometime when we are driven too much with the concerns of the body, we may forget the needs of the soul. And that's what I felt was happening, because always surrounded by that kind of atmosphere, medical, medical. So when I told him, he said, ah, yesterday night onwards, this is what I have been thinking. Why? What is the lesson in all this? So he said, now I understand. This is it. I said, yes, Manusta, just be with her. This is the time when, you know, all this uh, medical things, all achievements, uh, everything is wonderful. But now mother wants you to be just as much time as possible to be with her because you have led a very active life at her service. He said, yes, I think that is what I have missed out. And now I should concentrate only on that. I said, yes, held his hand for some time. A few months before all this has happened, he was already diagnosed and then in deep quietude, I came back. But I am sure that uh, he is very happy and comfortable in his la- in her lap. Uh, I remember a few days back, the day he had left his body, afternoon around four o'clock, I just felt so much of his presence. I didn't go for the funeral, but felt he is just all around. So it was so beautiful to you know feel that with his usual smiling countenance. And I'm sure he has gone straight to her. I mean, people like him who have served the mother so selflessly, so beautifully, um, not only son of um, the soil, Odisha, um, India, abroad, but also son of the skies. So very few people can combine the two, uh, being son of the soil and son of the sky and be a bridge between the two. And surely Manoj Das was one of them. So we all obviously feel grateful when such a personality has come on earth. Of course, it's the greatness of the Divine Mother. But yet at the same time, the instrument has opened and done this kind of service. So I am sure he will be wonderfully happy in her and come back to serve her again. <laughs> bon voyage and early return Manusta. Um, people like you are needed more and more and always. Thank you.